Hey friends, welcome back to Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. My name is Lance Bain. Good to have you with me again on another week of our little podcast designed to help us experience the grace of God while living, leading, and overcoming life's everyday challenges. This is episode 159. Incredible. So grateful to have you with me over all of these episodes whenever you started listening. Man, I'm really glad that you're with me. Glad that we're together. Hopefully, hopefully these leadership chats are useful for you and adding value to your leadership journey. Hey, if you want to know more about me, check out LanceBain.com, L-A-N-C-E-B-A-N-E.com. There are many other resources available there. You can also hit me up by email. And lastly, it would be so helpful and really deeply meaningful if you would leave a review and a rating wherever you may be listening and share this with your friends as well. Hey, today I want to talk about leadership beyond personality. Leadership beyond personality. You know those personalities, right? That they just seem to be natural born leaders. They light up a room when they walk in. They're charismatic. They're engaging. They're great communicators, great conversationalists. You know, they seem to have it all put together. They just look the part. They sound the part. They carry a sort of an air about them when it comes to leadership. I'm actually, you know, taking a course right now on leadership. And in the first week, we talked about our leaders <clears throat> born or made was an interesting dialogue. I think it's a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, but there's a leadership that exists beyond personality. Regardless of your personality type, you can be a leader. You can be an influencer. You can make a difference and add value to the lives of other people. And so today, on this episode, I want to share with you four viewpoints that can help you be a leader beyond personality. Four viewpoints to help us, help you and I, be leaders beyond personality. Uh, my wife has a very different personality than myself. She's a high introvert um, uh, from a DISC profile. She's more of a C type. I'm more of the D type. Uh, she loves systems. I think her love languages are spreadsheets <laughs> and Excel files. We're very different, but she's an amazing leader. And I have leaders on the team that I serve with that sort of cover the, the whole variety of different personality perspectives and behavioral profiles, but they're all great leaders in their own right. And I want to share with you, I, I, I have found four viewpoints that at least should be something that we should consider when we talk about our leadership and when we talk about our influence, because leadership has to be deeper than charisma. It's got to be deeper than just our charisma, than just even our, the strengths of our natural personality or even the weaknesses that are inherent in our personality. So four viewpoints to help you lead beyond personality. Here's viewpoint number one, the leader's action, the leader's action. By this, I'm talking about influence. We develop influence through role modeling through role modeling. It, this is the leader's action. This is all about cultivating trust. <laughs> this is about going first. This is about understanding that your presence underscores priorities. 
This is recognizing that your words matter, that your actions matter. When I think about what's going on in the world right now, and maybe this dates the podcast a little bit for the future audience, but right now it's probably President Vladimir Zelensky in Ukraine, that his action has galvanized the nation against the Russian invasion. And you remember, if you've kept up with this in those first few days, they kept telling us that Russia was going to take Kiev and Russia was going to take this and they were going to do that. And to this point, five, six weeks into the war, they haven't done any of that. And I think part of it is because the courage and the resiliency, the resolve, the grit that it was is being role modeled by the president of Ukraine is admirable. And it underscores for us and reinforces for you and I that clearly we may not be on a global leadership scale. But is your behavior and are your words and your actions role modeling for others the kind of leadership you want them to give? Are our actions and our behavior, our vocabulary, <laughs> are these carrying the core values of your environment? Are they really the kind of behaviors that you want emulated and imitated by new staff members that come on to your team? A viewpoint that helps us see leadership beyond personality is the leader's action. You can be a um, bombastic and very outgoing personality. You may be a very quiet, a very introverted, uh, introspective, contemplative in your personality type. But in either way, your actions, my actions will speak louder than our words. And we want to develop and maintain and grow our influence through role modeling, healthy, vibrant leadership. We're being watched as leaders. You know, as leaders, we live in glass houses, I like to say. And so there's a certain transparency that just is attached to the word leader and leadership. And when we exhibit before others the actions of leaders, the leader's actions, our actions, our lifestyle, then we're encouraging and developing influence through role modeling. Here's viewpoint number two. It is the leader's attitude. This is how we develop, cultivate, sustain, and grow influence through inspiration. Through inspiration. Not by role modeling, but through inspiration. And this has a lot to do with your attitude and your words. Attitude determines altitude. I heard John Maxwell say that, man, almost 30 years ago, that attitude determines altitude. Often as leaders, when we think about vision, we think, of, we think of horizon. We think of what's on the other side of this project, what's on the other side of this goal, what's on the other side of this study, what's on the other side of this moment. And we can sort of think horizontally, if you will, like a horizon, like just what's over the hill, what's over the mountain. But I also want you to think about vision, not just as a, a thing about horizon, but altitude. That when we go up higher, we see differently. And a leader's attitude can determine the altitude. It helps you see differently. It helps you engage your team, your ministry, your church, your organization differently. Attitude is so important. And attitude really helps people see from a different perspective. It helps you see <clears throat> from a different perspective. <clears throat> when you can maintain an honest and humble and hopeful attitude, 
that is going to work hard and believe for great things and can weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn and rejoice with those who rejoice. When you can develop a flexible yet consistent attitude, you begin to see people, you begin to see problems and opportunities from different perspectives. An attitude is basically your disposition towards life, and it's based upon your beliefs, your convictions, your values. There are many things that can influence your attitude, even your own health. You wake up and you're in pain. It can really cause your attitude to be less hopeful or less engaging of other people. You, you walk by those on your team and you're, you, you normally say, hey, how are you doing? And you small talk and you connect and maybe on this day you just walk past everyone and just get to your office or you're not as communicative in these meetings as you normally are. Maybe it's simply because you're in pain. Maybe you've gotten a bad report. Maybe you're struggling with your own personal convictions and personal beliefs. Maybe you recognize that something is out of alignment in your values. And so all of these things can affect your attitude, which is our disposition towards life. Attitude is about how we show up. Attitude affects our relationship with other people. And no one's in charge of your attitude but you. No one's in charge of my attitude but me. We want to grow influence. We want to cultivate influence. We want to sustain influence through inspiration. And when you can bring a healthy and positive, humble and honest attitude, a leader's attitude consistently to your environment, then you will really elevate you know what's possible you will elevate the morale of your organization you uh, position yourself as a leader that people can trust and people want to connect with and they, they want to feed off of your faith and they want to feed off of your hope and the leader's attitude is such an important reality that we have to face as leaders The third viewpoint to help us see leadership, to experience leadership beyond personality, is the leader's appeal. This is the leader's appeal. This is about developing, growing, sustaining influence through opportunity. You make an appeal to your team. Make an appeal to your team to think differently. Your appeal gives people permission. It gives people space to come up with innovative ideas and innovative ways of thinking, innovative solutions to the problems that you may be facing. It, innovation could be nothing more than someone saying, I see this differently. It could be you sitting in a meeting and maybe you don't have the leadership title, but you see a situation differently. You have a different experience, a different history, a different perspective that allows you to see something from a useful point of view and you want to share that. As leaders, we need to make an appeal to those that we're leading to see something differently. And what's important here is for you and I as leaders to clearly define that, to clearly define the outcomes, to give people permission to see things differently. Let me share a story with you to really highlight this point. 
One of my staff recently was at a local establishment in our city, and they ran into a longtime friend that they hadn't seen in quite a while. And this friend used to work in the uh, correctional industry, uh, uh, correction industry in our community. Now they're retired, and they are working for a local educational establishment. And when they ran into each other, my staff's friend was upset. Their attitude was a bit negative. They were uh, disappointed. They really wanted to just quit because they weren't seeing any kind of positive change where they were currently employed. My friend made one statement to them, one statement that was from a different perspective. It was an innovative statement. It was from a perspective that his friend had not considered. And when he shared that statement, it really grabbed the attention of his friend. He said, I've never heard anything like that before. What are you talking about? And he just sort of expanded on it a little bit. And it was an amazing experience. His friend just could not stop talking about, I can't, I've never heard this. I've never heard this. That's amazing. It's amazing. I'm going to work on that. I'm going to go home and think about that. A few days later, they run into each other again. And his friend acted upon the statement my staff member gave him. And it has had a domino effect at the educational institution where he's working. A very powerful, positive impact that is having multiple positive impacts as it's reverberating through the environment and through the leadership atmosphere. You see, it was one simple statement from a different perspective, an innovative way of thinking, an innovative way of seeing, an innovative way of looking at something. And that one statement has launched a cascading positive effect that will affect many, many people in this region because of one statement. See, friends, you and I have the opportunity as leaders to make an appeal to our team, to bring their creative ideas, to bring their innovative ideas. See, a leader's appeal makes room for, in a culture, this statement, failure is not fatal. Failure is not fatal. Failure is learning. Failure is pushing the envelopes. Failure is seeking for other ways to work smarter, not harder. It's important that when you make an appeal, you give credit to other people, that you, you allow for experimentation. I actually have something in my organization now that we are experimenting on. And so far, it's not gone very well. But we're not failing. We're learning. And this is the appeal that you can make uh, to the team that you're leading, to the ministry you're leading, to the organization where you have a leadership role. This is developing, sustaining, growing influence through opportunity, through collaboration, and through giving credit to other people. How about viewpoint number four? <laughs> viewpoint number four is the leader's attention. The leader's attention. This is about growing influence through investment in other people. Growing influence through investment with other people. This is um, maybe the most, uh, this may be the real, I'm trying to sort of say, how do we say it? This may be the real, this is the heart of, of leadership. This is the place of compassion and empathy. This, this is where uh, people on your team have their your attention because they're they're people. They're not projects. They're not uh, employee ID numbers. <laughs> they're not just staff. They're not just people that are punching the clock or helping you get things done. They're not just volunteers. These are people. These are people with real dreams and, and real 
fears and concerns and stories and histories and they have scars and these are real people and they deserve our attention and you may not be able to give everyone in your organization the same amount of attention at the same time and this is why you develop other leaders who can also give attention to other people within your organization this is really critical that we develop and grow influence through investment this is about people knowing i have the leader's attention Good listening matters when you want to give people your attention. Be, paying attention to the kind of conversations, body languages, tone that are happening. I, I know when people walk into my staff meetings or other places I go to and they're not doing well or something's on their mind. I've had people in my organization come up to me on the pinnacle moment each week when we're meeting and they'll say to me, hey, are you doing okay? Your countenance seems a little down. You seem a little quiet. Your energy's a little less today. People pick up on these things. They know it, right? You know this. I know this. And as leaders, we have an opportunity to give people our attention, to foster and to grow influence through investment in others. I encourage you, friends, to have as much of a personal connection as you can with those that you're leading. I'm aware of a situation happening in my city that I wish some of our local leaders would walk the streets and pay attention to what's happening in our city. Maybe they're doing it. I don't see it. I'm not sure of it. not sure I see evidence of it, but I, I know I wish it were happening because I want our leaders, I want their attention. I want to know that they're thinking about us and they're focused on how they can help us as a leader, I want to do that for those I'm leading. I want you to do that as well for those you're leading, that when you sit behind your desk or you're working remotely or you're going for a walk or a run or you're doing something to think about, pray about, talk about, strategize about your area of leadership, how encouraging for the people within your organization to know that you are thinking intentionally about them. Yeah, that these individuals are in your mind and in your heart. This is a place of observant care, of compassion, of empathy, of good conversations, observation. You can learn more about this in reviews. You know, when you do reviews for people, annual reviews, quarterly reviews, it's a place where you can really pick up on people and what's going on in their lives. The leader's action. Develop influence through role modeling. The leader's attitude, grow your influence through inspiration. The leader's appeal, grow influence by giving opportunity for innovative ways of thinking and doing. And grow influence through investment in other people, the leader's attention, compassion, and empathy. I just want to mention to you, it came to my mind while I'm recording this podcast, that you might get a lot out of a book called The Dream Manager. It's written as a fable, and it's basically about how, as leaders, can you pay more attention to the personal lives of those you're leading. And when they know that you care for them beyond what they can do for your organization, your equity, your influence, your trust with them goes up. And I think in the end, you get a much better team member, volunteer, contributor to your organization, and maybe even a future leader. The Dream Manager would encourage you to pick that up and give it a read. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening today on episode 159 of our little podcast, Ordinary People and Extraordinary Lives. Hey, I love you guys. Hope you have an amazing week. Stay healthy. 
Stay hopeful, and I'll talk to you again next week.